0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Consumer Watchdog's Rage for Justice Report, uh, our weekly conversation about the current issues we're exposing, confronting, and changing. Uh, I'm your host, Carmen Balber, Executive Director of Consumer Watchdog, and my guest this week is Harvey Rosenfield, our resident insurance expert and the author of Insurance Reform Prop 103. Um, Thanks for joining the podcast, Harvey.
1: Sure. Happy to be here.
0: Always good to have you. So um, Harvey's on this week, so we can talk about a bunch of developments uh, coming out of the California Department of Insurance this week on issues that we have been working on for years and sometimes decades. Uh, over the past couple weeks, three big announcements came out of the Department of Insurance on um, Three different issues, auto insurance regulation, home insurance regulation, and uh, regulation of insurance companies overall transparency. So the one on auto uh, will hopefully make rates fairer for low-income drivers and people of color. Uh, The second one has to do with an insurance company's uh, rating of your home based on whether or not they think you're at risk of uh, your home burning down from a wildfire and whether you should be rewarded uh, for mitigating against that risk. And the third is about transparency in uh, insurance pricing. So a bunch of stuff. Um, let's start with the auto insurance regulation, Harvey. Uh, tell us about that one.
1: Well, uh, when the voters passed Proposition 103 in 1988, they they told the insurance companies they could no longer base people's premiums on where they live Primarily, which is how they used to do it. Instead, you have to base premiums on a person's driving safety record, number of miles you drive every year, and years of driving experience. Unfortunately, the insurance industry f- thought they figured out a loophole and started to create these special groups that, in effect, allowed the companies to use a person's occupation or education to set premiums. And of course, Uh, what they were doing was uh, violating the provision of Prop 103 that bars discriminatory practices because your occupation and education generally do not have anything to do with the likelihood that you're going to get into a car accident. Uh, Those are just surrogates for wealth and economic status. And when the insurance companies base people's auto insurance premiums on occupation or education, what they're doing is really figuring out a way to penalize those who could least afford it. And so this has been a battle now before the Department of Insurance that regulates the industry for some time. Newly elected insurance commissioner Ricardo Lara, um, we we, uh, asked him to address that when uh, he first took office. And he's held a series of workshops. And uh, trying to uh, get to the point where we do not have to see this kind of discriminatory behavior in California's marketplace and, and conduct that violates the voter-approved proposition.
0: So, uh, I mean, as you said, we've been working on this for some time. We submitted this petition to uh, Commissioner Lada back in uh, 2019, right after he took office. But of course, we have been asking the department for. Um, in one way or another, two decades uh, to address uh, this growing problem in auto insurance. So um, if we start at the beginning, uh, we had simply asked the department to ban explicitly the use of job and education to set your auto insurance rates, and they did a big investigation Their investigation um, concluded that what we were concerned about was true, that um, the people who are getting these affinity group discounts are concentrated in the wealthiest, whitest neighborhoods in California. And that, of course, means that if those are the people getting the discounts, then uh, the people who are paying for those discounts live in less affluent uh, communities and communities with uh, more people of color in them. So our uh, one neighborhood is subsidizing the other one. Um, But instead of going the route we chose, the department went a different route, and they have created a regulation that would uh, try to make the distribution of these affinity groups fairer. So rather than letting companies... Um, do what they do now, which is basically post a big, long list of jobs and say, do you have one of these jobs? We'll give you a discount. Um, And those jobs are all engineer, doctor, accountant, lawyer, all jobs that you need at least a four-year degree for and mean that you're in the uh, upper income brackets and instead say that you have to distribute uh, these groups more fairly across California. So Harvey, um, you know this is not the route we wanted to go. But what do you think the what do you think they're trying to get at here?
1: Well, you know I think that what the uh, insurance commissioner and the Department of Insurance are doing is trying to extend these group benefits that right now only bet only benefit, as you pointed out, Carmen. You know, uh, wealthy professions extend those benefits to people in, in, in the community at large to people who aren't part of a group like lawyers and doctors uh, I think they're trying to you know create a, a better fairer system uh, uh, but it's it's uh, it has a, a much more complicated and lengthy uh, process ahead of it uh, because they're going in this direction. And uh, may end up at the same place that we want to end up at, which is you can't use occupation education because those are not lawful rating factors under Proposition 103. But um, it's, just, it's just a different approach, and it'll. And you know we have to expect, of course, that the insurance companies are going to sue, as they always do, anytime something is done to protect the public. They'll take these uh, regulations to court. Uh, whenever the insurance commissioner finalizes them. Uh, but in the meantime we're, we're all it's, we're part of a process now and, and you know our listeners, uh, people who are uh, uh, concerned about their insurance rates are welcome to listen in to the workshops that're going to be held um, this month and next month by the Department of Insurance where some of these issues are hashed out and you can find that information on the insurance department's website
0: and i mean you know the key here and the reason we are um you know still actively um participating in this process and and looking for the best is that you know this has been a, a problem that has meant uh, really skewed auto insurance rates for some people in california for too long um these these affinity group discounts are go as high as 25% uh, and because insurance companies have been doing them out completely outside of the normal you know rating system uh that could even potentially be more important than your driving record and so you know the department looking into this uh making companies <clears throat> make this less important than your driving record, your experience, the miles you drive uh could bring us to a fairer, more equitable system uh for auto insurance where uh you know your race and income uh are not the not factored into your auto insurance premium. And that's where we're trying to get so hopeful, um, although we have to uh, keep uh, keep our eyes on the details that the department will get this right. Um, so that's a big move, a big push we've been trying uh, for many years and would bring California in line with a few other states that are actually ahead of us on this. Um, New York bans uh, job and education and in auto insurance rates and a few other states do too. So it's definitely time for California uh, to uh, get get in line with that when we're ahead of the game in so many other areas of auto insurance regulation. Um, so, Harvey, let's talk about uh, the other two things that the department did this week, um, uh, announced two other new regulations uh, on insurance regulation. Um, the second- or, or the third that I mentioned at the beginning of the show, has to do with transparency in auto insurance rating. And it's a little complicated, but also really important. So why don't you uh, explain uh, that one to the
1: listeners? Okay, and, and again, I'm always, as I always do, I'm gonna start with the background uh, in the 1980s when insurance rates were going through the roof. People could not afford to buy auto, home, or business uh, insurance. And the laws in California were so bad that nobody could figure out what was going on. We had no right to access what the insurance companies were basing their premiums on, why the insurance companies were selling insurance to some people but not to others. Um, and and it was, a, it was a crisis that destabilized the marketplace in California in the 1980s, which led the voters to revolt, get together, and pass an initiative at the ballot box to regulate uh, all forms of insurance, auto, home, and business, and one of the, and that proposition, Proposition 103, required the insurance companies to disclose, uh, open their books, and justify their rates and premiums and practices. And they can't, they can't under Proposition 103, they can't get a rate increase uh, without proving that they require it. So disclosure and transparency are two big uh, goals of the voters when they pass that proposition uh, but over the years the companies have tried to wiggle out of those requirements and the companies claim oh I want to I want to keep uh, my um, algorithms the 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 formulas that I use to ch- determine how much I want to charge you as a motorist or you as a homeowner we want to keep those secret and uh, and and we want to um uh, hide the ball and 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 uh, be able to charge what we want without any rate regulation whatsoever. And so they they've they've tried to kick whole uh, bust holes into the dike. And the uh, and um, the department regulations that were just proposed a few days ago will will prevent the insurance companies from uh, opening up these loopholes in the regulation of rates that uh, voters passed, and that the Consumer Federation of America said had saved California motorists over 150 billion dollars just on auto insurance.
0: And um, you know, so number one, just prioritizing transparency and making per- it perfectly, uh, perfectly crystal clear for insurance companies that if they make a change that will impact the price of your insurance, uh, that they have to do it transparently uh, as part of the regular rate filing process. Um, what's, a, what's an example of, I know that uh, you were involved in a big fight on a topic that related really closely to this with one insurance company recently, Harvey. What's an example of something that insurance companies were trying to do outside of the transparent system?
1: Well, for example, State Farm um, ha- has tried to withhold from public scrutiny the basis for setting their homeowners insurance premiums, and they have claimed that um, that their process for doing for setting uh, rates for homeowners is proprietary. And what they did was they went out and you know uh, hired uh, companies that do al- create algorithms. Uh, and those companies claim that their work is proprietary, and State farms say, "Well, you know, if if their work is proprietary, uh, we can't uh, disclose this information." So, and we're running across that uh, problem across the board now, and and so we've been uh, challenging that. Um, an, another company uh, in uh, Pacific Specialty ha- has uh, came in and wanted to um, prevent any public scrutiny or. A consumer disclosure of what they were doing in the homeowner's marketplace, and they even claimed that um, they were just changing a, a rule that they used to determine who's elig- eligible to buy homeowners coverage, and because of that uh, rule, ch- that was just a rule change, they claimed um, that that had no impact uh, on rates and wasn't uh, wasn't uh, regulated by Prop 103, and of course, uh, Prop 103 does regulate that because when you start changing who's el- determining who's eligible for a policy, uh, you're also determining uh, how much uh, people have to pay and who gets to buy and who doesn't. So. Um, so we've, and we've, you know, we challenged that and the company withdrew its application rather than be forced to disclose the information that would show us what they're trying to do. So it's like a daily battle. I mean, you know, as you know, Carmen, uh, there's a group of us at, uh, at, the, at Consumer Watchdog who have taken on these challenges on, uh, and it's an everyday battle with companies, hundreds of companies doing business in California, and uh, all of them want to charge more than they should for insurance. And our, our mission has been to um, prevent that from happening.
0: Well, then, a really important line in the sand uh, that the department is uh, proposing to draw to make crystal clear that, no, you have to disclose all of this, just like Prop 103 says. Um, so, Harvey, you mentioned uh, one final uh, uh, one thing uh, on uh, homeowners insurance disclosure that uh, has to do with the final regulation that the department uh, noticed this week. And I think that will save A real substantive uh, conversation about that regulation for another date, because we could talk for hours about that alone. But um, in a nutshell, the department uh, proposed a third regulation having to do with transparency of the wildfire risk scores uh, that companies are currently using uh, to determine the price uh, price of home insurance and availability of home insurance, um, uh, particularly uh, related to wildfires. So they're uh, they're uh, giving you a score based on how risky they think it is that your home may burn down in a fire, um, but not really disclosing what goes into that uh, or what you can do to change it. And so this new regulation um, has to do uh, with opening up that black box and um, will also require insurance companies to recognize uh, the kind of mitigation uh, 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 actions um, like Creating defensible space, or uh, changing uh, to a fireproof roof, um, the kinds of home hardening uh, steps that homeowners can take to make it less likely that their home burns down. Um, and we've just started uh, looking into the regulation, but um, uh, but uh, we'll, we'll, we can bring that one up at, an, at another uh, at another podcast, Harvey. That's you know tied into the fight we had last year, where the insurance company was trying to get out of. Uh, proponent through regulation of wildfire entirely, so it's at least moved it over to the department uh, where these decisions uh, should be made.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that was, as as our listeners might recall, that we we came very close to uh, having the insurance industry jam something through the legislature that would have repealed all the protections that the voters put in place. Uh, We were able to stop it with the public's help. And, and then the question becomes uh, that the insurance companies are trying to take advantage of this uh, um, wildfire crisis that we've had in California to withdraw, uh, refuse to sell insurance to certain people, jack up everybody's rates, and uh, they don't want to be subject to scrutiny. And one of the big problems is that there are things, that, as you pointed out, Carmen, that homeowners can do at, around in their home and around their home to limit the risk that, of serious uh, damage if there's a wildfire in their neighborhood. It's proven to 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 cut down the risk of uh, uh, of uh, your home burning down. But the, right now, the companies, the insurance companies, aren't required to give you a discount if you take those safety measures. Just like you get a discount now under Prop 103 if you're a good driver. So um, that's the goal is to is to get people uh, lower rates. Uh, when they're able to take actions that reduce their risk of getting into uh, a, a fire that will burn their homes down.
0: All right. Well, well. thanks, Harvey. We'll definitely uh, round back around and talk more in detail about that regulation as maybe the workshop um, that the department is planning uh, comes closer. Um, of course, all of these things are in the beginning stages. We're um, in the workshop public testimony uh, period, um, and now it's time for the draft regulations to go through the rigor. So uh, everyone listening can stay tuned for updates on um, the home hardening, the auto insurance rating, the transparency regs as they we all uh, move forward at the Department of Insurance. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for joining me, Harvey. It's a pleasure. <laughs> Great to have you. So uh, thanks to Harvey and thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in, as always. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, this has been the Rage for Justice Report. I'm Car- Carmen Bulber. Thanks so much for listening.